You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. We're out, and somebody brings over something to give us. Yeah. Which this guy, nice. yeah. This guy dropped off beef jerky. I try it. I can't stop eating it. You know, like with good salsa, do you have this? Does it have this effect on you? With good salsa, like you just you get get to a point where you almost just want to drink it. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop. Just I can't stop. Chip, 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 chip. Right in the bowl. Yes. And. Maybe there's like a spicy yeah. nature of it that yeah. that no, is it's why good. that is. It's this good. has that. On WGR Sports Radio 550. We don't do as many remotes as we used to because of the one time one of us ate something from a listener didn't work out that well. We were lawsuits. Not really. But that could happen. Like, I'm listening to that this time, not that I haven't heard it a hundred times, and thinking, you know, was it wise to just eat the free food? Like, that someone you don't know just, here, try this. I made this for you. <laughs> I think I think now I'd be, I don't know how old I was then, but now I think I would be uh, reluctant. All right. Well, here's to another uh, fun week. Last week was fun. There was a lot to talk about. Um, if you care about the NFL Combine, especially and I almost can't believe that I do. Uh, I never really cared about, well, for a while there, the draft, uh, let alone the combine. Cared about it, but I just didn't really get the madness over it. And some of the the small, that seemed like small details in workout times, for one thing. Just like, oh my God, really? Like, what's the difference? Did he catch passes? Can he play? Like, we his career's over. Can he play? Um I won't say that, like this year, I was glued to it. I certainly wasn't glued to it. I didn't watch any, well, actually, I didn't watch yesterday. The running backs were yesterday, right? So I didn't see any of that. Did watch, because I w- it was on where I was on Saturday. I don't think I ever would have turned it on, but on Saturday I was out and the combine was on there. Interesting. Over the Sabre game at a place I was at. Interesting. Um you could. I think you could. I mean, that's a little, this year especially, it's a little risky, but, you you know, okay. And so I ended up watching a few guys work out. Oh, I, I, I want to do this. Zach, if you want to, I mean, I don't know if you could even get it. Maybe you could. You're into it, right? Like, you, yes. watch, you watch a lot of it? I watched a good bit of it this year, yeah. Do you feel like you know every newsworthy thing that came out of it, pretty much? There was an injury to an offensive lineman I think from they USC. Had two, the USC guy, he tears his ACL. That sucks. Which I, I think the craziest part. I mean, you have that; it's a full tear, and then he does the bench press and, and benches right. the most out of anybody. Which I mean, with the injury, hats off to you. I would have just been like, "That's my week. I'm done." I, I guess. And then we also had somebody, an offensive lineman, running the forty. 
I think he pulled his hamstring or something. He like went right down, and my first thought was, why are offensive linemen running the 40? Mm-hmm. I think in every year, and every year I'm stunned they're still doing it. Yeah, I guess. That's right. This other guy was injured, and another drill looked like, what was it, an agility drill or something? Can you guess, like this, here's a hint. Don't try to read into me for this. Just like, you're you're listening to somebody tell you that there was one player at the Combine that they want. Like they're, now, Anthony Richardson is disqualified, because we're talking really from a Bill standpoint here, and... The Bills have no use for Anthony Richardson. Not that maybe it's humanly possible for anybody or any team or anything in the universe to not have any use for Anthony Richardson. I mean, you know, give me Anthony Richardson. Give my give my team, my business, my anything, Anthony Richardson. I probably could find a use for him. But, you know, that's not where we're at here, right? I'm not sad about that. I'm just saying, well, maybe a tiny bit because I love when, you know, the quarterback, we can, we can play with that and, you know. It's fine. It's fine this way, too. So it's not Anthony Richardson, although I'm happy to talk about him as long as anybody wants. So it's not him because the Bills won't draft Anthony Richardson. They won't even draft him at 27. It's a little disappointing. Oh, little. I, I love Josh Allen. You know, that combine. I was like ear to ear smiling the whole time. Oh, my God. This guy. I, I actually this is another interesting thing before you will get to who the guy is, but. You know, if you care, try to think of it. I've got a guy for the Bills. Um, I, I had a conversation on Saturday with somebody who was bemoaning the new wave quarterbacks. And Richardson was like the focal point of his of his complaint. That, you know, what whatever happened to... And this was a younger guy, too. I was really kind of taken aback. Whatever happened to just, you know, stand back there... And put the ball on the money. You know, read the defense, make the throw. Now we're all just super hyped about guys. We don't even know if they can play. But they're huge and fast, and they can throw it really far. And Josh Allen worked out. So now we're subject. This guy was like, it was good. It was good. I just never really thought of it, even, let alone believe it. But now we're subjected to, like, every facsimile, big fast, can throw it a long way, is like number one overall, maybe, you know, like that, which is Richardson right now. Like that's, I think, a takeaway from the weekend is maybe that happens. So, you know, all right, I was just really interested in this take, like because I have never for a second thought that this new era in quarterback play isn't tremendous. Like I just, it's so much fun with how really unstoppable guys like Allen are, or even Mahomes, who's not running over anybody. Jalen Hurts, of course. You know, these guys are so good, so very tough to stop them. Um, I love that. And I play fantasy football, and I love it in fantasy, even though there's also a little bit of a but with that because it's so, like a Justin Fields or the idea of Trey Lance, you know, guys like that, maybe this is Richardson too, distort the game because of the rushing stats. Basically, it's like you're starting two players if they can throw the ball at all. When you start Josh Allen, I, I'm in a I'm in a dynasty league where we drafted, you know, the startup like four years ago, maybe, three or four years ago, and I wasn't taking Josh Allen. Plus, I'm in a room with all Bills fans. Somebody's getting to him way before I am. Like, I was kind of this way about Lamar Jackson, but just, you know, 
did not ex- expect Allen to blast through the ceiling. So if if you're in a league like this is a super flex league, so two quarterbacks, you're in a league where like you you passed on Allen, you didn't get Mahomes, you, you whether you like these guys or just didn't get them. Mahomes Allen, I guess Hurts now can count for this. Lamar Jackson has been this. Justin Fields maybe, and here come a couple more maybe, and like you're just beat. Like it's those guys are starting one more player over you and your Derek Carr or Russell Wilson in my case in that one particular league. Like just okay, well that happened four years ago. We all drafted like normal human beings, and the game just got blown up by these quarterbacks that can do everything. And like you didn't get one of those guys. They're they're twenty three at the time, so they're never trading them. You know, you're just behind. You're starting, you're always going to be behind unless you can find the next one, which makes me, in, in particular, in this this case, excited about Richardson for that reason, too. Like, the pressure's on because you're playing against guys with Allen, just like it is in real football. What are the Patriots supposed to do? Sit there with Mac Jones every day? Or are they going to try to find somebody like this? Wouldn't that be something, by the way? Is that out of the realm? New England? With like a path to nowhere, I refuse to think that they're just gonna like stay still with where they're at. Yeah, you know, right? Like, why would they? It's just it's not the way the league is going anymore. Like, I I don't know. I mean, you could argue that Bill Belichick has proven like he's the last few years is kind of behind the eight ball a bit. I'm just I'm not there yet thinking he's that far behind it. Teams like that, I think we will get to the player. I got four and a half hours, right? Don't rush me. Not you weren't. Teams like that, they need to make the Brandon Bean trade, um, well, like, maybe, uh, that he made with the Bengals, with Cordy Glenn. And, you know, it might have been even smarter to make this trade a month ago, where you just get, like, if, if where, where does New England draft? They were just out of the playoffs, so let's seven, 18, 19, somewhere in there. So that might be a problem. If who are they getting? They're going to get Mac Jones over again. It's basically that that kind of an outcome, and they wouldn't do that, right? The idea here is to get somebody like Levis, even or Richardson, or you know maybe C.J. Stroud if the shine is off him a little bit. I don't think that is. I think Richardson just sort of looking like that, playing like he did at the combine, changes the the overall little bit, which was predictable. Like you talk, if you listened last week, we talked to numerous, numerous, at least a couple of our guests. We had lots of combine sort of guests and like everybody was excited about Richardson. Like this was, this is who we were watching for. I think I even said that on Thursday or Friday. Like I want to see him and he did not disappoint. So move up to a range where you might have a look, whether it's him or one of the top four. How long, how many picks will it take? For the fourth quarterback to go. What pick will the fourth quarterback go? Top 10? Yeah, probably top 10. I bet they all go in the top 10. Just looking at the order now, New England picks at 14, but Indy's there, Houston's there already, Atlanta, Carolina. Tennessee's at 11, but it sounds like they might go with Ryan Tannehill again. But Why is New England as high as 14? Just their record? I mean, they, they had a chance to make the playoffs had they beaten the Bills that last week, but that's that's what it yeah. is, 14. Yeah, well, that's that's Mac Jones' territory. <laughs> Mac Jones' country. I don't know. I This really is not a point about the Patriots. It's just, like, the rumor is, I listened to Rich Eisen talking about this today. Rich, Rich Eisen did a thing on his show 
where he just listed five things. It's on Twitter all over, video of him. It's like 10 minutes long. The fi- you don't need the last four minutes either because it's about like Tom Brady might come back. So just you, you don't need the, the last few minutes. But five things I kept hearing at the Combine, and one was about Lamar Jackson. One was about Philip Rivers wanting to play last year, which is kind of interesting. And one was that the Bears, his line was they're pretty far down the road for that number for trading the number one pick. I was just thinking out loud last week, this Richardson, like if he's great and Levis, I had what what happened with him? Was he good too? Yeah, he he showed what he needed to show. I saw him throw deep a few times. Yeah, and that's what he needed to show. That he out literally outside of Richardson, he has the strongest arm. Okay. Yeah, he looks just like he just flicks it. Levis. Oh, it's so effortless. Yeah, there's nothing. So if you have four comparable enough players, you don't really want to be the Bears. You want to be the Bears if there's only one guy. And then everybody wants to give you whatever they can to get to the number one pick. The number one pick has so much value. It's like it's not quite being in a year where there's no blow, you know, a quarterback to blow you away. Uh it's not it's not that bad. It's still good for the Bears, but I can be Indianapolis at four, Raiders at seven. You know what? Here I'm just going on about the draft, but Seattle and Detroit are five and six. Can just let me just stop for a minute. Those teams could do this too. Seattle and Detroit. Seattle has Geno Smith, who's going to free agency, but they could keep Geno Smith. And you know, fine, he was good. But you know, you could also you could start Geno Smith and have Anthony Richardson on the bench. Because he's raw, right? That's the word. You can do that. Detroit's the same situation with Goff. It's the same situation. They can have him for now. And they those two teams, because they, you know, it's really, they traded up. or Well, they traded their, you know, they traded Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford. And the Rams fell apart. Denver fell apart. So those teams have high picks. They were, Seattle was in the playoffs. And had Seattle not made it, Detroit would have. So you have Seattle and Detroit at 5-6, who are pretty good. And they have quarterbacks that did pretty well. But they could easily pick a QB, too. Man, the the Bears, this idea from Rich Eisen that the Bears are pretty far down the road and the Bears GM is talking about, he's talking that way, too. Like, I think that's good. I think they want to get this done and get out of there. And then you you can make another trade maybe, but you know move down to two if that's if that's what you can get, and then trade again or something. I mean, you could really have some fun with this. Not that in real sports teams tend to do that; they they don't seem to have as much fun as they should with draft picks. All right, all right, anytime you want. Um, who's the guy? So there's one guy from this weekend that I'm like, oh, I want to be his campaign manager. I, I want him here. It's not the best hint. Another hint. It's not the best situation for him, I guess. Probably except, except going to a team that's really good. That that's something. Any idea who I'm thinking of? Bijan was like the immediate one, but I'm like, no, we're not going to go there. I'm not going there. Darnell Washington. Yes, I thought you'd get it. Yes, Darnell Washington. He's so much fun to watch. When does he get picked? I see. I I wonder with the tight end class, like where he's going to go, because you have Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. He was like the perceived best one for like two years. Did you see Michael Mayer push the sled? Yeah, oh yeah. Did yeah. you see Darnell Washington push the mm-hmm. sled? He could have. Michael Mayer could have been riding on the sled. 
It wouldn't have mattered. And Washington would have pushed the sled with him riding on it farther than Mayer pushed it without anybody riding on it. I think the best thing Washington did, though, was just show like how freaky athletic he is. Like that one-handed catch he had on the sideline. He has to twist his body to do that, too. Oh, yeah. And he makes that catch. Just... He ran the third fastest. It's called the short shuttle. What is the short shuttle? Something. Uh, He... He ran the third fastest short shuttle, Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, who's not big, ran the fastest. Oh, this is of everybody. Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. Smith and Jigba ran the fastest time, posted the fastest time for the short shuttle, 3.9 or something like that, whatever it means. A cornerback posted the second highest. Also, this guy's like not six feet tall. Smith and Jigba and this corner, I think, are both like, what, 5'10", 180 or something like that, yeah. right? Ballpark. Washington posted the third fastest. He's 6'7", 265. And he had the third fastest time. He ran a 4'6", 465 in the 40, which is like, this guy's huge. Longest wingspan ever recorded by a tight end at the Combine. That's how big he is. So didn't did Kyle Pitts have that when Pitts came out? I think Kyle Longest Pitts wingspan? did, yeah. So anyway, is 27, I'm not asking the Bills yet, hang on, is that range, is that is that insane? I think he's gone by then. You think he's gone by I, then? I do, yeah. It, it's so impossible to get a tight end of like that caliber. And and you even look at like the great offenses in the NFL, most of them do have a really, really good tight end. And Washington feels like that mix of could be a great blocker, and then you just get him outside and he could be a great receiver for you. Like teams are going to look at him and go, I can do everything I want with him. Oh my! You, anybody, anybody see this guy out there? You, anybody out there? Did you watch the combine at all? Did you see this guy, Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia, which by the way has won the last two national championships in college football? If you want it, this is this is my. If he if he's going to go before the Bills pick in round one, then all right, whatever. Like, I don't want to scramble here, but. Imagine somebody like this on the Bills' offense. Now, tight ends tend to need time. Like, it's wrong to assume, even if he's the first tight end pick, or Michael Mayer, or Dalton Kincaid is the other one. Our our guest last week, consensus when this came up was that the the two tight ends, Mayer and Kincaid, would probably both be picked before the Bills. So you have two going in the first round at least, if that's right, and then you have this guy who just broke the whole weekend. Like, imagine 6'7", 265 with wheels on the Bills' offense. Like, you can do, man, this Knox thing, it's just going to bother me. It's just going to bother me. Like, I never never wanted this this contract. You, you, were, you were looking at... Cap challenges. We'll see if they can get out of them. They will one way or another. Um, we'll see who they have to sacrifice. Because Knox is real money. And I just don't really know why they needed to do it. Especially when they needed when they did it. Like why what was the rush to do that? So the only due respect, I mean they've done a great job, but the only this has been what I've been saying the whole time. This goes back like a, at least a year. Justification 
for like Knox getting that extension is if you really not revamp your offense, but you restructure it so that he is an integral part of it. Not on the Travis Kelsey level or the Mark Andrews level for a tight end, but, you know, what's the next level down? Hawkinson or somebody. Hawkinson got traded, so that's a little bit different. You know, on the next level down where he's getting, what, seven, eight, nine targets a game, and you're getting the requisite production out of that, Knox never in his career commanded those targets. Now, that is a joint effort between the team, right, the offensive coordinator, the scheme, the player, and then also maybe the quarterback is a is a, a, a difference maker in that equation where why isn't he getting the ball? Whoever it is, why, why doesn't he get the ball? But they, they do say about targets that you really can pin it down to the player, that accounting for just the, the range of offenses that there is in football from bad to good, pretty much regardless of the quality, a guy, take Amon Ross St. Brown from Detroit on a bad team the year before last, showed up and was just getting targets constantly. That doesn't happen if the guy isn't really good. And, you know, it's not the other way around necessarily. Like, does it does it mean that the guy isn't really good if he's not getting targets? Not necessarily. I mean, if the scheme, if there's just dysfunction, then no. Like, if the offensive line can't protect the quarterback, nobody's getting that many targets because they're the quarterback's just getting sacked all the time, right? So... It doesn't work exactly the same way in both directions. But I just I felt like the numbers said, just be careful on Knox because he's an athlete and he's apparently really popular, and I think the Bills value that. Say what you want about that. But let's see him go a stretch of games where they're throwing the ball to him a, de- a good amount. Not just like he's on the field and he caught a couple, but like a real number. And that never happened, and then this year he got that contract and it still didn't really happen. He had his moments. He always has his moments. But I think you want to have somebody really assert themselves and be like, I'm important in this offense, and the offense knows it. And I don't think he really got there. And so, <laughs> you know, they're okay at that position. They're not going to be looking for, a, I mean, I think, because that'd be weird, right, if they were looking for a tight end in the first round or even the first two days of the draft, perhaps, because they have Knox. Like, why would they sort of cut into Why would they compromise him? But just, this, this one guy was so electrifying in the combine. I just kind of want there, I kind of want there to be a way. Anyway, the new league year starts next Tuesday. Franchise tag deadlines are tomorrow. Lamar Jackson... There was a little bit of a scoop on him today. Um, And other guys around the league, Tony Pollard got a franchise tag for Dallas. Want to talk about what that means. One of the running backs you might have liked the idea of in free agency won't be making it to free agency. Other guys, maybe even like Dalvin Cook, James Cook's brother, who are not going to be free agents, could end up there, though. You know, Mixon is somebody like that for Cincinnati. So um, as we've talked about a lot, especially like last week, you're going to have tons of options at running back from the draft to free agents to cuts 
to guys that are already here, you know, for the moment at least. Singletary and the, the guys who are going to be UFAs are bills for another week, right? After March, or another week and a day, or even two days, right? It's next Wednesday, the 15th, I think. That's the date? Yep, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. All right, so Combine and the draft. Did you see this Darnell Washington? Did, did anybody see anybody else or him? that you had a similar reaction to this weekend, which was, you know, with mine here, uh, OMG. we got to get this guy. Anybody have that? Fill us in. 803-0550 is the number. Sal at four. Brad Spielberger, PFF, kind of their cap guy. We'll talk about how things are looking here, the car contract, and uh, lots of football with Brad. And the Sabres tonight. Home to Edmonton. We'll get to that. Paul Hamilton. At 4.30, just a quick setup for tonight's game as the games get big here down the stretch, especially tomorrow. And uh, then pregame at 6.30 for the Sabres, home to the Oilers. Again, lines open for you, 803-0550. I'm Mike Shope. Bulldog is back tomorrow. This is WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 